Happy Valentine's Day. And you know, in the church, not by accident, this is known as World Day for Marriage. For 15 years, I worked in a singles ministry here in the diocese for Catholic singles. It was called Choice, Single Friends and Faith. And it was a marvelous retreat program. So people would come and some of them were already active in their faith. Some were on the edges of their faith and they were invited in probably by a friend and it changed their lives. And they continued in a community after the weekend to help put on other weekends and to do service and have socials and grow spiritually. It was marvelous. A lot of marriages came out of that group. And as time went on, I'd say 80 to 90% of those couples are still married. That's amazing. So I was having lunch with one of them, one of the women, I'm gonna call her Laura. And she had a two-year-old daughter. I was there at her wedding. So I said to her, and I knew her well enough to ask this. So Laura, what's the secret? How does this work for the people who have gone through choice? That their marriages are long lasting. My job here is to be a mirror. I'm going to say a few things that I've heard from other married couples through the years. Because usually when I'm getting ready to do a wedding, I'll ask married couples, so what should I tell them? And married couples are very happy to give me lots of advice about that. The other thing I was going to share some ideas from an article that I saw four years ago on Valentine's Day from the Washington Post magazine. The title of the article is The Secret to a Long-Lasting Marriage. It was written by Christina Brita Antonia Natis. Now the things I'm going to share now are not just for married people. I think they could help all of us in our relationships that mean the most to us. What makes a marriage long-lasting? It takes a couple who's able to handle the curveballs in life. A lot of times when you get married, so people have told me, you have an expectation about the way it's supposed to go. And if I hold on to that expectation, it's, called, it's like an entitlement for the way things are supposed to go. How many of you who are married here today, has it gone just like you thought it would go? Let me see if there's any hands up. I don't see any. <laughs> no, it doesn't go that way. Life throws these curveballs, And couples who can handle them and see when something happens, say, well, this is the new normal. Or look at it as an adventure or a challenge that we can get through this together. Those marriages are going to thrive. They're going to deepen in character. Here's another one. When I was at a um, wedding reception one day, one man came up to me and he stopped me at the party. I would tell them that it takes effective communication. I'm married 27 years, he told me. I did not know how to communicate. My wife taught me how to really say what I was thinking and especially communicating my feelings. If she hadn't taught me, I don't know that we'd be married today. So love listens. 
and love forgives. This was at a rehearsal dinner. We just did the rehearsal. And we went up to the top of one of those restaurants up over in, in Tampa, up at the top of the building. And there was some of the family was there and one woman came up to me at one point and she looked me right in the eyes. And she said, I would tell them that there are times when they need to be able to say and mean from their hearts, I'm sorry. And their spouse needs to eventually be able to say and mean from their heart, I forgive you. We weren't able to do that in my marriage or we'd still be married today. So love handles the curveballs, love listens, love forgives. And here's four words from Mother Teresa that she would say to anybody in any walk of life, keep working on love. The marriages that last long are when people take an interest in the passions of their partner. It doesn't mean you have to do the same thing they do, but at least to find out about it, because it means a lot to them. And to be able to encourage and support them in their passions. These couples take, take steps to foster their intimacy. Intimacy will drop away, is what couples tell me, unless couples make a choice to keep that in their marriage. Making generosity and kindness habitual in your relationship. That's the little things, you know? Cleaning up when, when it's, you know, not my turn. Or the little things around the house that we, we work on together. To do them in the way I, we speak to one another. Is there kindness in the way that I talk? These relationships are always changing and always growing. I remember one day at a wedding, the father's in the back with me just before we're going to walk in. He's going to walk his daughter in. And he's in a pensive mode, reflective. And he's sharing this with me. He says, you know, Father, I'm married 40 years. I think I'm in love with my wife more today than on the day we got married. And I could tell by the way he said that, that they had ups and downs. See, when we get married, we're in love with the person the way we think they, we'd like them to be. We have this big image and expectation of who they're gonna be. When we're married 40 years, if we're really in there and really loving each other, now he's married to her for who she is, and that's real love, and that's so deep. So what was the secret that Laura told me when we were at that lunch, her daughter there? And I asked her, how come all of these marriages and choice are lasting? I thought she had great insight. She said this, on those days or moments, when I don't feel like being married to him, I'm still committed to Christ. And Jesus keeps me in there 
until we work it out. Wow, how wise, how true. Marriage, we, we believe, is a sacrament. It's a sign of God's love. When Paul wanted to talk about what was God's love like, Christ's love for the church, he used marriage as an example. He says, be imitators of me, as we heard in the reading tonight, as I am an imitator of Christ. And he used marriage because when we're at our best, the intimacy of marriage, the self-sacrifice, the generosity, the commitment to be there no matter what, when we're like that, we could point to that and say, that's a little bit what God's love is like. Even at 50 years, these relationships, these marriages are not static. They're not pictures in a frame that you put on the mantle. This is the words of Pepper Schwartz, a sociologist and a marriage expert. These relationships are alive, organic, and fulfilling at every stage. That's the exciting part of living. That's the exciting part of loving. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you.